Welcome to Raw Radio. And we are live. Here we go. I feel like we've been here before. Well, <laughs> this is the first time we are recording in our new studio. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I'm excited. Uh, you busted your butt here to get this stuff the way it needs to be. Uh, there's been some trials and some hiccups, but uh, I, this this hard work here has really paid off. I'm going to move my mug. It's in a bad spot. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, um, we used to record these shows or this show, these episodes remotely. And now I'm going to have this unique opportunity to hang out with Gary face to face. Yeah, we don't spend so, enough time together. Right. So <laughs> there might or might not be some sharp objects flying across the table. If you want to see right. the visual. <laughs> sort of. If, <laughs> if you want the visual, go to our YouTube channel. And that brings me to that point, actually, that I want to bring up. Um, you know, it, did you know that a lot of people don't even know that this is on YouTube? Yeah, it's funny. Um, some people that I know exclusively wait for it to come up on Fridays. The episodes are released on Wednesdays. Some people wait till Friday so they can watch it on YouTube. Um, but then a lot of other people are like, oh, I had no idea. Um, so definitely check it out there. You know, check it out wherever you want to listen. If you, you know, you listen in your car or whatever. But if you're home uh, or if you're sitting in an office waiting for something, you know, bring it up on your phone and check it out on YouTube too. Yeah. And then, the, yeah, we, we have actually pretty big uh, YouTube channel, several thousand subscribers and so on. And it's, there's other videos um, from Roll TV and from the Academy too. So um, there's more than just you. Um, I'm sorry. More than just me? <laughs> yeah. More than just I you. hope so. This, it's just more than just Gary. Okay. It's more than just Gary. But there's more than than Roll, Roll Radio. Uh, there's a bunch of different content on it. So take a look. I mean, this is not a sales pitch, but a lot of people don't know. So we want I want to make sure that... We bring that up and, and we talked about that a little bit. So mm-hmm. every episode on YouTube goes on Fridays and on podcasts, they are released two days earlier, right? So um, make a note, make a mental note, set an Check alarm. Yeah. yeah. Like Gary would say, I don't care if you listen, just download. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's why nobody listens. That's to all this. you got to do is That's hit the download no- button. <laughs> That's why nobody After listens that, to show. I turn the volume down, walk away. I don't care. <laughs> As long as it, it, it gets those downloads. But this is going to be interesting because now we're going to be in a studio. We're going to face each other. I mean, we're literally in person here and we're going to talk to guests. And I think in the long-term plan, there, there might be opportunities to actually bring guests here and yeah, house and have some cool. of these interactive conversations. But anyway, as you guys can tell, we're taking to the next level, all thanks to you guys, because you guys listen, you ask for more. Um, I actually got a lot of compliments this week in regards to the most recent episode with Horian. Yeah. Um, you know, I got a lot of messages and text messages, um, you know, how, um, you know, surprised people were that we had them actually on the show. And I, I do, I do have to say, you know, a year ago, and it's been a year, mm-hmm. um, when we started this project, I, I honestly, I didn't envision that we would have people like Eli Knight or, um, Horian Gracie or, um, uh, Hollis Gracie or, you know, I mean, play, I don't want to butcher or cut anybody out and not mention them, but there were a lot of a lot of big names that we had this on the show and having these conversations, which is very, you know, in, 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 insightful. They're, they're, mm-hmm. Hearing those stories is, I think, beautiful, especially for those who are passionate about art of jujitsu um, or just martial arts in general. 
Yeah. Right. We had some phenomenal judokas. We had Olympic medalists. We had people who have accomplished world championships from a jujitsu perspective, but also, you know, others. We even had some people who have nothing to do with jujitsu. Well, they have something to do with jujitsu, but their profession is not directly with right. jujitsu. So it's an interesting variety of people that we have the opportunity to talk to. So, you know, on that note, thanks for hanging out with me and putting up with me because, well, without you, who, me personally? Yeah, no, you personally. No, no, you, you. <laughs> we, well, without you, um, yeah, the show just would happen normally. So it would, it would go on. <laughs> don't, worry. Uh, don't worry. But the reason it's going on, let's let's get to the reason we're here. Actually, um, that was uh, it's because of the hustle. Direct. It's that that's I'm good at that. I'm good at that. But it's because of the hustle uh, that you've put in uh, to the academy to Roll TV now to roll radio uh and it's it tying it in with with horian um you know that man has hustled um since he was a kid and it really picked up at least through our conversation um when he came to the united states uh for a first time um getting home became troublesome for him uh listen to the episode if you want to find out why or if you're familiar you already know um so what did he do instead of asking for help? Um, he busted his ass to get back home. And the way he did it was he had to stay here longer. So what did he do? He got jobs, uh, odd jobs. He worked in places that most people um, would say, you know, that's beneath me. Uh, and then he was able to get himself back to Brazil. He loved America. He was able to get himself back to America, but did the same thing. Uh, he didn't come here. You know, the, the, the Gracie name wasn't, wasn't um, legendary yet. He came here and worked as uh, he cleaned houses. Uh, he flipped burgers. Gosh, don't tell the whole story. Yeah. Well, you know, I want people to understand that this guy <laughs> came here and really, really um, hustled uh, and busted his ass to make sure that the dreams he had of one uh, promoting jujitsu throughout the world. But then number two is, um, you know, he, he had the seed for a, the UFC for a very long time and, uh, and, and making that happen, you know, 17 years after he thought about doing it, you know, about having this competition to, to showcase, um, his family and his father's art. And, uh, and he hustled the whole time to make sure it happened. And, and look, look at where we are now. Arguably he changed, uh, history, not just martial arts history, but history. Uh, there's a, Millions of people out here, uh, out there doing uh, BJJ that I think probably wouldn't be if he hadn't done what he needed to do to make the UFC happen. Yeah, it, you bring out some interesting points, um, some valid points. I mean, you know, arguably, whether whether you agree with Horian's ways, and I know there are some controversies around, you know, that, but whether you agree with this or not, I mean, the guy changed not only face of jujitsu, but, um, you know, arguably probably impacted, you know, a lot of people on the, around the world who are not in jujitsu. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, just from a pay-per-view perspective, oh, right, from, yeah, from, yeah. from the way how martial arts is being viewed, you know, from the way how sponsorships done for athletes. I mean, these are, I think some, you know, underestimated or not talked about topics, Without UFC, what it is today, some of these things would not happen, you know. And I think, you know, prior, and I'm curious what listeners think about this. Think about this, but prior to UFC, I, I think, you know, 
average Joe Schmo getting to a, 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 a professional level wasn't so easy. And I think because UFC was so new and martial arts was so new on that platform, international platform, I think it gave opportunity people who would not have a chance mm-hmm. to step into that cage. Well, Especially in the beginning. Now it's a little bit different. The saturation is by far higher. You know, getting to that level is much more difficult. But in the beginning, I think it gave a lot of a lot of people opportunity to step into the cage and test themselves. And a lot of them converted that into a full profession, yeah. you know, either from coaching or athlete's perspective. Well, how many people own academies now? Absolutely. You know, because of it. Um, and, you know, it, back at that time, um, where did a wrestler have to go? Where did they go after their college career? You know, some went to the Olympics, but that's a limited few. And after the Olympics, where did they go? They really didn't have any place else after that. And, well, you know, the, into coaching and similar with, with judo and similar yeah. was with karate. Right. right. But how did I they mean, take their, their sport that they're working on? What, what was the next level for them? Right, you know, as an athlete, and, it, and there really wasn't any place. And then, boom, you know, after after the UFC and after a few changes, um, you know, that things opened up. You know, and and it, even if they didn't make it to that stage, they had other smaller promotions popping up all over the place where they could still go test themselves and and maybe make a few bucks at it, and then keep elevating and moving up. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. So again, whether you you agree with it or not, um, you know, he might have not be the first Gracie in, in in United States, but he definitely created a pivot point. And um Robert Drysdale talks about this quite yeah. quite a bit in his book and the documentary and obviously in one of our episodes earlier episodes where he finds creation of UFC a pivot point for jiu-jitsu itself. Yeah. It, it it's the moment where jiu-jitsu was put on a map. And we don't know what would happen if UFC wasn't created. We, we, we have no idea whether Jiu-Jitsu would exist in the U.S. or would it be bigger, would it be smaller. But there's no argument that as it happened, we wouldn't be where we are today. Yeah. You know, likely I wouldn't have the profession that I have. Likely, you know, I don't know. What would you be doing without Jiu-Jitsu? You have a peaceful life with your family, and I wouldn't have yeah, to sit with me in the yes, room and talk yes. about nonsense. I wouldn't be looking at my <laughs> the notifications on my phone every thirty <laughs> seconds. That's for sure. Uh, but you know, hey, I had a couple different different jobs. I had a lot of jobs, but I had a couple different careers before this, and I'm sure I would still be in one of those. Yeah. Um, you know, whichever one either was paying the best or was the least stressful or what what have you. Um, but uh, you know, and and Man, I'm a latecomer, right? I mean, I knew I watched UFC uh, one at George's house. Shout out to George if he listens. Um, but who's George? George is just a dude I went to high school hey, with. Hey, George. We watched. We watched. What's I mean, up, George? I, I think I saw every like Tyson fight at George. Like we were, we were young dudes. We should get George on the fees. show. No, nah, we don't. We don't need to delve into <laughs> those days. Uh, but back then, I mean, we watched. Like I said, we watched. Every big boxing match, every pay-per-view. Um, we talked about boxing all the time. UFC came out. Um, we watched the first few, you know, the first four uh, probably. And um, I forgot where I was going with this because we started talking more about George than where I was well, going. What? But, um, oh, so, I, you know, so 
at, in those days, I had already probably done, I did a little Aikido. I had done Taekwondo and some, a little bit of kickboxing, um, moved into Kung Fu, uh, and had always about that time. So early mid nineties, about that time I had always wanted to try jujitsu. Um, and for a million different excuses, I never did. Um, so I'm a little late to the game, but yeah, I mean, he, it was always there, um, because of the work that Horian did, you know, I would, if UFC never came out, I don't know how much longer it would have taken me to find it. Yeah. And let's be clear. This is not only Horian's thing, right? There was many other people around the world who contributed to sure. Jiu-Jitsu is today. I, I want to make that clear. We are not. Uh, you know, highlighting that, but it, it is important to to say that thanks to the hustle of Horian, it got put on the map, and you know something that creation of IBJJF, which was a handful of years later, you know, and hassle of that organization and creators of it, you know, put was the yeah. next. Well, there's always a pivot point. Pivot there's always point. something right, that exactly. a spark. Right. Right. That's but let's it. let's go back to the hustle because I want to talk about that a little bit before we run out of time on this. Right. It's it, we talked about the hustle that took for him particularly to to achieve things that 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 he wanted to achieve, but the seed was planted many many years earlier. What is it, fifteen or seventeen years? I don't remember. Like that, yeah. So I mean, o- almost two decades. Right. It took him to really achieve that pivot point um, of success. Right, and we often find ourselves in these positions, especially on the mat in jiu-jitsu, when we're trying to achieve uh, certain things. Whether it's a position transition, you know, um, under deeper understanding of the of the system, whatever the case is, you know, maybe even achieving the belt. Maybe you've been at it, you've been grinding it, you know, but you're not there yet. You, you know, sometimes I think what's really important to keep in mind that hustle is not necessarily the hard work. But hustle is doing things that we don't always like. It's doing the things that are not so, um, you know, rainbow and unicorns. Okay. It's not always fun. It's not. That's the hustle, right? Anybody can show up to the academy and catch a couple of roles and go home. Not everybody can study at home. Bring it to the academy, study more, review, be put yourself in a vulnerable positions, be a subject to, um, you know, a, a judgment or, or a critique, yeah. receive that critique and then go back and make additional adjustments. Now, that is a hustle. Yeah, you grind it. Yeah, you're putting work in, you're grinding, right? So sometimes, and sometimes that hustle takes years. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes years before we see some of the fruits and, and rewards behind all the hard work. And unfortunately, I, I think that's one of the main reasons why a lot of people give up on jujitsu because they don't see the immediate result. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's hard, you know, and jujitsu is hard. Yeah. Well, it's you know? definitely one of those things where you don't, there's, there's very little instant gratification in jujitsu. You know, you might catch somebody who makes a mistake and you get it that way, but to become good at it, uh, to even become mediocre at it, I think uh, it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of work mm-hmm. and uh, and not just on the mat. You know, you do have to study, review, ask a lot of questions, take privates. Um, all that stuff is part of it. Um, and you, you do have to grind it out, hustle, getting here physically, um, not watching the things you want to watch on TV. So you can you can study a little bit, whatever, whatever it takes. Um, 
to make sure that your, you know, your progression mm-hmm. is headed in the, in the right direction. Yeah, no, I, I agree. How do you think it, th- this is in your case, particular? you said you're coming into jujitsu much later in life, you know, you, you, you few years into it is at this point, mm-hmm. right. Um, life is unfolding, unfolding pretty good on the mat. What's, What's your, there, there was a gesture with his hand and lip and his head bubbled side yeah, to side, but those, for those of you not watching, I want to give you the visual here. Um, I, but what, what's your, what's your hustle like? What? Well, it's, I mean, it's changed so much, right? Because I work here now, I'm coaching the kids. So it's, it's changed a bunch, but for, for right now, it's, it's being here. Um, it's changing the way I think is a big part of it. You know, I've gone from steps to concepts. Um, so you have to change, I mean, the way you think about things, uh, which I, you know, I'm, I'm, I think in the infancy of, um, but it's also, I putting myself in uncomfortable positions. I, I now will start, um, you know, I'll be like, Hey, I, you know, I don't, I don't like working off my back. But I'll give it a shot, right? Because I need to, in order to get to the established positions that I do like, I'm going to probably be in compromised positions first, right? So I've got to earn that position. And that's, that's part of the hustle that I'm, I'm in right now. Um, and then you have all those other things of trying to get to, to the academy, you know, um, what classes can I get to on any particular day, all that type of stuff too. Um, well, it's also important to acknowledge that what is hustle for one might not be hustle for yeah, another absolutely. person. It is not cookie cutter. So just right. because you are grinding, somebody could be grinding yeah. in a very different way. Yeah, there's people out there at work picking up extra shifts so they can pay for their their fees, you know, or or they need a new right. key. So they're like, hey, right. you want, you know, I'll pick up a couple of hours for you right. on Sunday if you want so I can get that new gi, all that type of stuff. Um, it's different for everybody. Um, but you will see the the fruits of your labor if you put in the work and hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what should we say? Find your hustle. I don't know. Find your. Hustle. I don't know. It sounds weird. <laughs> that, it sounds that was scary. a good episode. Do you say? I don't know. <laughs> Find your hustle. I don't this know. Is why I need sharp objects here. <laughs> <clears throat> Bring it. Um, here you go. There you go. A pair of scissors. There you go. Um, but yeah, Things find, your hustle. find, find, um, find what works for you. Stay dedicated. And, um, it's gonna, it always takes anything that's worth doing, um, takes work. Anything that you want takes work. So find out what works best and, and stick with it. That's it. That's all I got. Let's wrap this up. All right. Let's continue hustling, guys. Peace. Later. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care. Take care.